Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include thoughts on affordable housing, my interview with Matt Allen on the whole loan marketplace, and what to look forward to from the latest FOMC meeting. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Origins. Origins provides integrated origination technology solutions that transform the lending experience. Their end-to-end digital mortgage platform covers the entire lending lifecycle, from application to closing, giving lenders the ability to replace their traditional mortgage stack with a single modern platform. Or use the modular capabilities of the platform to integrate Origins anywhere in your tech stack, wherever you need to make the biggest impact on your lending. With origination, processing, underwriting, closing, funding, and delivery under one innovative platform, lenders can achieve big results in less time and at a lower cost with Origins. With Simone Biles out of the Olympics with an injury, let's focus on lending and housing. Have you ever asked someone, especially a politician, for a definition of affordable housing? I'm sure lending on affordable housing, or housing units that are affordable by those whose income is below the median household income, will be a topic at most of the upcoming in-person conferences in August, September, and October. Yes, it's full speed ahead in attendance at events like the California MBA's Western Secondary and its attendee list, which is near 450 people already, though COVID precautions are a wild card for conferences everywhere. And CDC conversations are occurring as the Delta variant is prevalent in states with lower vaccination rates. Missouri, Texas, and Florida are responsible for 40% of all new U.S. coronavirus cases. Another topic will undoubtedly be the private sector's role in the Fair Housing Act and how to help borrowers use down payment resources to their best advantage. For links to those stories, as well as latest on jobs and transitions, lender services and products, and events and trainings, visit robchrisman.com. For today's interview, I wanted to bring back onto the show Matt Allen, Vice President of Real Estate Business Development at North American Savings Bank. He's in charge of the whole loan trading and scratch and net program for the bank. Can you explain how you got into the whole loan trading space and kind of what what your day-to-day looks like for someone in your position? Sure. So um, North American Savings Bank, we got involved in the summer of 2014. Um, we are a um, seasoned portfolio lender. Um, we have a large appetite for it. And you know, we were looking for um, ways to increase our our asset base, um, where we have our our actual origination on the portfolio side. Um, we have some niche products where we we lend direct to self directed IRAs for investment property, which is a portfolio product. Um, but we saw the opportunity to um, really grab a, a large amount of volume with um, fewer transactions in uh, whole loan trading. So. You know, we reached out to some sellers, directs, some brokers that are involved with this, and we've kind of built upon that over the past seven years. It is advantageous for us. We can, um, you know, grab pools of, you know, millions instead of working on, you know, single transactions. So the marketplace itself, um, you know, there's more buyers now than there has been. And you know, a typical day for me would be, you know, we, we see the loans come across our desk, typically in the spreadsheet. Um, it's going to list all the metrics for each loan, um, the specific defect, why it's not sellable to the GSEs. 
and then based on that defect and the overall picture, you know, lower credit profile is going to warrant a cheaper price, stronger credit profile, larger loan balance. Typically somebody's going to pay more for those type of loans. So um, it's something, you know, we, we bid a loan and then seller either awards it to us or doesn't. Um, and if we are awarded that loan or pool of loans, um, then we work on the due diligence on our side. Um, that's one advantage we have. Everything is done in-house. We have our own dedicated staff. And then once things are agreed upon um, um, by both parties, as far as the documentation, we would need to feel comfortable with it. We fund a loan and then we, we board it and take over the servicing for, as I mentioned, the duration of that transaction or that loan. So as you said previously, a lot of buyers have entered the whole loan space and the scratch and dent space. What do you ascribe that to? Uh, I would say just, you know, a lot of banks have a lot of cash to work with right now. So they're looking for opportunities to put it to use. Um, And, you know, that's the main reason why I'd say in the last 12 to 24 months, there's been a lot more um, potential buyers out there. Um, But there's also, you know, created more sellers too with the amount of volume that we're seeing. And so when it comes to sellers, what are the typical types of loans lenders are selling in the whole loan trading space? You know, it's it's pretty wide variety of VA, FHA insured, and uninsured loans, um, conventional, you know, your non-QM product, your bank statement loans, um, asset-based loans, non-recourse loans. You know, we typically deal with first lien, um, but you're going to find some some seconds out there too that people are looking to sell. You know, I mentioned earlier that these loans just have, you know, typically one, two, or three um, non-sellable traits such as a higher DTI, maybe it's undocumented income, disclosure issues. And as of late, you know, we've had some loans that are uh, sellers are trying to, to market that are actually still in forbearance due to COVID. Um, so you can buy non-performing loans, performing loans, and you know, each buyer has a little different appetite what they're looking for. Um, and, and typically, you know, sellers, if uh, you reach out to them, they can, a lot of times find what you're looking for. And when it comes to these non-saleable traits, how is pricing impacted for buyers and sellers? Do these loans trade at a premium or a discount? You know, I mentioned it's a seller's market right now. Most of the truly scratch and dent product out there are still going to trade at a discount. Um, You know, not as great a discount as say two years ago, Um, but some of the better quality paper, you know, which usually is attributed to a higher loan balance, strong credit profile, really minor blemishes, defects on the loan. Um, those have traded closer to par as of late. You know, with the originations not slowing down, you know, refinances rates remaining low. You know, we anticipate 2021, there'll still be a lot of volume out there. Um, you know, with uh, with the GSE still, um denying a lot of these loans for originators and it's you know if you got to find a home for them somewhere and that's where you know somebody like nasby didn't come into play the collins versus yellen supreme court ruling recently the fha has kind of been thrown up in the air with the the future direction uh, and a lot of it depends on the the new director are you seeing non-owner occupied and second home loans now that the gses have limited the amount of volume the yeah project? that's interesting since the the caps have been implemented, new policy changes by the GSEs for your non-owner-occupied second homes. 
there has been a lot of that in the marketplace, millions that are being distributed. Um, you know, these really are quality loans, you know, strong credit profiles. They're something that would have qualified in the past. They still do, but you know, there's just a limit on how much they'll, they'll purchase. So, um, you know, there's a lot of buyers out there interested in these and these, these have been trading at very strong prices. And, you know, I anticipate that will remain the case. And, you know, it's opened up the opportunity for a lot of portfolio lenders to think about setting up their own lending products that, that meet these needs. The actions of the GSEs have been very interesting because whether you look at something like the adverse refinance fee or these non-owner occupied second home caps, these are actually some of the most credit worthy borrowers out there, whether with the refinance, they've demonstrated a strong history of paying their mortgage or with a non-owner occupied second home, they actually can qualify based on their income and DTI having a primary residence. seems like a lot of what FHFA has done recently is uh, slightly counterintuitive to how we think about things. Yeah. Yeah. And I would agree, you know, these, these are really strong borrowers um, and they, they typically qualify, um, you know, with your, your standard documentation. So there's, there's a little less risk. I mean, they are, you know, second homes and not occupied, but overall, um, you know, they're lower LTVs. um, So the, the risk implemented is, I think has been reduced dramatically. Certainly. Well, I want to thank you for coming on and making the time to uh, talk to me. I think this was very informative and, and people certainly learned some things about the whole loan space and scratch and gent loans. Sure. Thanks, Robbie, for having me on. Monday continued recent bond market trend, a little up, a little down, or a little staying the same. With the summer doldrums in full swing, we're driven by COVID news. Sales of new homes fell in June for the third consecutive month to the lowest annual sales rate since April 2020. The Delta variant seems to be factoring into decreasing new home sales with supply increasing beyond new home construction in May and June, coupled with sagging demand, which means the overall market could be cooling after the late 2020 surge. The most recent reading is nearly 20% below last year's reading. It would seem that most of the past year's buyers looking to take advantage of low mortgage rates and remote working opportunities have proceeded with their intended purchases at this point. Mortgage rates have ticked down this midsummer, and that may encourage some opportunistic buying, though not likely enough to change the feeling of a cooler market this year. If inventories continue to increase, it will restrain home prices this fall. Today's market movement will be influenced by the sentiment surrounding the start of this week's two-day FOMC meeting, which concludes tomorrow afternoon with the statement and Chair Powell's press conference. We've already seen the MBA's latest forbearance and call volume survey reveal that the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased by two basis points to 3.48% of servicers' portfolio volume in the prior week as of July 18th. Despite the 21st consecutive week of declines, According to MBA's estimate, 1.74 million homeowners remain in forbearance plans. We've had June's durable good orders up 0.8%. Coming up are Redbook same-store sales, Case-Shiller and FHFA home prices, July consumer confidence, and the Richmond Fed manufacturing and services indices. The desk will conduct two MBS purchase operations, targeting up to $5.3 billion of 30 or 2% and 2.5%. We begin the day with agency MBS prices up an eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.25 after closing Monday at 1.28%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Corny English puns continued. If you're bad at haggling, you'll end up paying the price. (laughs) 
just so everyone's clear, I'm going to put my glasses on. A commander walks into a bar and orders everyone around. <laughs> I lost my job as a stage designer. I left without making a scene. Finally, never buy flowers from a monk. Only you can prevent florist friars. <laughs> Thanks again to Origins. With the Origins Mortgage Platform, you can offer your borrowers and loan officers a truly modern mortgage lending experience. Discover the mortgage platform designed to evolve and scale with a rapidly changing lending landscape. Visit Origins.com today. That's O-R-I-G-E-N-C-E dot com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.